Hello everyone. I just oh, you just ruined it. You just interrupted me. Oh, I don't. <laughs> okay. uh, take two. <laughs> Hello everyone. What's going on? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of I'll Give That Ten Minutes with Me, Davey. Apologies for laughing on the intro, but my guest today is making me laugh while I'm trying to record. This episode is going to be a little chat about telly, TV, binge watching, that kind of thing. And because she hasn't been on for a little while, I thought I'd invite my old mate Susie back. She's a regular on the show, you've all listened to and enjoyed her talking. So she's back on. Welcome back, Suze. Hello. Hi. How are you? I wasn't doing anything. No, you were. You were pulling a funny face and it made me sound really unprofessional on the (laughs) intro. (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying to drink my brew but not like slurp it into the microphone. I'm I'm trying to be considerate of people like Becky who don't like to hear the sounds that people make with their mouth unless it's talking. That's fair. You don't want someone to be like... No, no, don't. She won't listen. Dave, she'll stab you. Becky, if you are listening... I'm sorry, Becky, if you are listening, but I'm having a brew. She will, she will, she will have stopped listening as soon as she heard that noise. <laughs> guaranteed. Tea or coffee this time Honestly, of night? it's. I'm having tea. I always, I can't have coffee this late. God, I'll be up all night. It's mad. Um, I I seem to drink coffee. Well, I am drinking coffee now, and it's it's like half eight at night, and oh yet no. this this will help me go to sleep. It's weird. No, a cup of tea will give me a nice like. I used to years and years and years ago. I used to get up like if I was staying at my boyfriend's, but he went to work. I'd get up with him at like eight o'clock or whatever mm. and he'd make me a cup of tea and then he'd get ready and go to work and i'd drink my brew and go back to bed and those like that extra two hours sleep after that cup of tea oh, it's the best nap ever it's just the the coziest like loveliest sleep you can have after a cup of tea sounds like you really enjoyed it i did don't know why because <laughs> tea is as caffeinated as coffee but what's your tea is it is it yorkshire tea is that are you a yorkshire tea gal or any old tea okay this is going to be an unpopular opinion. It's actually Tesco's own red label tea. Red label tea, supermarket owned red label tea is the best tea. Can't stand PG tips. I'll drink Tetley if I am absolutely forced to. Don't think I like Yorkshire tea either. Ooh, controversial. Controversial. Yeah. But no, just te- Tesco's own red label tea. My mum used to drink Sainsbury's like red label tea. She wouldn't drink anything else. And Sainsbury's was really far away from our house as well. So we used to have to go on a special trip to Sainsbury's to get our tea bags. Wow. So you're telling me even with Sean Bean motivating people yeah. to do it for Yorkshire, you still wouldn't drink the Yorkshire tea? I don't think I hate Yorkshire tea as much as I hate PG tips. I know that PG tips is awful. Like it's the worst like hot drink ever. And that's over, like, hot bovril, which is a thing that Neil drinks sometimes. You can't knock a hot bovril. Bit of butter bread to, to, to dunk in. Ooh. Oh, oh, you absolute savage. Oh, you can't, you can't. Absolute savage. It's, I, don't, I don't understand. It's, it's like drinking a Oxo cube or something. Well, I don't understand you know. this, like, hot bovril as a thing. Oh, God. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can't stand the stuff in the best of times, but... Drinking a cup of it hot, it's like drinking a stock cube. I mean, I suppose to some people it would be like having a cup of gravy as you drink. Yeah, but But not because it's thinner than gravy. It's not got even like that satisfying thickness that gravy does to it. Like I could have a cup of gravy and dip some buttered bread in it. That would be amazing. But hot bovril is just not. It's awful. In case you've just tuned in, this is the (laughs) anti-bovril episode. Not what we're here to talk about, but no, you know. No, we're, we're here to talk about TV, telly shows, 
binge watching stuff you know streaming sites and so on it's all very popular especially with lockdown coming and going constantly people have devoted a lot of time to watching tv and knocking series after series out of the park and listen yeah. and watching loads more i was gonna say listen to more than i've personally got onto a load of shows that um mostly on netflix yeah but i've been binging a few and just devoting my time to tv some might say it's time wasted in front of the idiot boxes it's called but i i love tv love telly yeah i'm not gonna um not not gonna watch it i'm not gonna not gonna watch it i've having nothing else better to do like but nothing else better to do for the last year and a half than sit and watch telly that's what it's there for it's not like it's yeah. there not to be watched just like having paying, having a bike and not riding it you know what i mean yeah paying a small fortune a month between all the tv services we have so we've got like we've got normal digital but we used to have virgin so we used to have everything except the movie channels so that was like 90 quid a month or something hmm and we got rid of that because we just weren't what we were only watching like the digital channels that we got anyway occasionally there might be a football match that neil could watch but most of the time the football matches were on channels that we couldn't get and the only time the only other thing we watch is like sky one for the constant barrage of the simpsons because uh, it's one of the only reasons you watch on sky, sky one, one. Yeah. <laughs> sky one infamous for simpsons especially all yeah. day what but, a channel. Um, but we got we got rid of that so we've got just normal plain digital but because obviously we've got still got the internet and that with Virgin, so we pay like 45 quid a month, I think, for that. And then I've got Disney Plus, which is six odd quid a month. Netflix is another eight odd quid a month. So you know what I mean? Once you, I mean, we, we have access to Amazon Prime, but we do not pay for Amazon Prime. Not quite sure who pays for Amazon Prime, to be honest. We just have mummy's login and use that. Looking <laughs> uh, like 60 odd quid a month, we pay just for our various TV services this is what i mean we, we're going to use all these services there's that much tv yeah. out there to consume too yeah. much for anyone really but you know it's what it's there for the amount of content that you can yeah. go to i mean i like the fact that there's a genre for everybody you know you, you go mm. on to like netflix amazon whatever it yeah. is you type in a specific genre and there's a multitude of choices for you i love the fact that you'll stumble upon, upon something that you would never have considered watching and find yourself being hooked yeah, I, especially with me, it was a lot of um, like Swedish and like foreign sort of sci-fi dramas, oh, really? which were okay. dubbed, but I still enjoyed watching them. I'm talking about um, Dark and The Rain specifically on Netflix, okay. which were both um, again dubbed and in certain cases subtitled, but I still really enjoyed watching them because the plot was easy to follow and it's kind of playing on my sort of nerdy sci-fi heartstrings. I suppose. Yeah. Anything you suggest, I'm going to add it to my watch list while we're on. Sensible, why sensible. Not? Why not? One that um, I've just I just kick off with this now. It's one one show that I've yeah, yeah. just finished the second season of is a sci-fi show called Snowpiercer. I don't know if you've heard of it. <gasps> I love Snowpiercer. How, see, this I'm is a it. bit behind though. Well, I, I won't spoil it for you, but I was amazed at what was essentially what a ninety-minute movie starring Chris Evans back in the yeah. I don't know, uh, was it mid mid to late two thousand something like that? Twenty sixteen, I thought something like that. Which was yeah. it was a, it was a fairly decent sci-fi movie. I mean, it yeah. wasn't an amazing plot, but Netflix has produced certainly. Well, I think it is going to lead lead to a third season, but certainly two seasons now of sci-fi drama set on yeah. this train that's just circling the world forever because the whole planet's frozen over. Yeah, I love. I, I, the fact that Sean Bean is in it, playing <laughs> Sheen play, Bean, Sheen Bean playing another villainous role on, you know, <laughs> similar to the likes of when he played 006 in Goldeneye. Yeah, 
sorry so when we started watching it and um and neil always calls him sheen bean and i get really like i used to get really frustrated because i'm like no his name's sean Sean Bean. <laughs> and if you're gonna if you're gonna say it wrong say seen bean because i get that but no no sheen bean is is what we take took to calling him and um also would like to point out before we go any further here be spoilers <laughs> if you haven't seen these things spoiler alert don't shout at us there are spoilers but yeah the first because he doesn't show up till the second season does he yeah i think it's like the, is it knew, the end is it of season the end one? Of possibly yeah but we knew he was going to be in it so we were watching the first season <laughs> we played the game of <laughs> if you thought like anytime there was a dramatic moment we're like oh my god it's now and you'd have to call sheen bean and if you were wrong you were wrong and that's fine but if you were right and he did actually appear at that moment you win the game Wow. So we were just sat watching season one going, oh my god, this is it, Sheen Bean. But then if if you were wrong, you couldn't call Sheen Bean again the other person. It moves to the other person then. It was just me and Neil. This is stupid things that we play when we're bored. You've got um, you've got to love a game around yeah. a TV show. You've got to have you? <laughs> we, <laughs> we um we had we got a drinking game for an anime, which is a very dangerous drinking game. But we'll come to that in a bit. But yeah, we we quite enjoy playing the Sheen Bean game. And I called it, and I was right when he actually did show up. Sticking with uh, Sheen Bean, I remember <laughs> starting to watch... Well, I was about to start watching um, Game of Thrones right from the beginning. And this was... I think I started on season one when I think season four was airing. So I, I came right. in quite late on. There goes my pen. I've just thrown it. Anyway, <laughs> um, and a friend and, and former colleague of both of ours... Ryan, if you're listening, this is all your fault. He heard I was talking about watching Game of Thrones and starting it. And he literally said to me something like, Oh, I don't watch it because, you know... And spoiler alert for everyone who hasn't seen it. Ned Stark gets killed in the first series. And I was like, thanks for that. I've not even watched the show. You're telling me someone's been killed off already. It's sure, it, she being though, you know he's going to die. He always dies. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, that's he's he's probably it. his longest standing character other than Snowpiercer. But I don't know if it counts because he came into it halfway through the current seasons that they've got. Oh, I miss Ryan, you know. You do? Just, yeah, I miss Ryan. Just throw it out there. Ryan, if you're listening, face. thinking about you. All right, mate. How's yeah. it going? Get in touch. I miss you, lad. Yeah, get in touch. Imagine Ryan sat nattering on here. We could sit and chat about Dragon Ball Z. Oh, what a show. I know, I know Dragon Ball Z stuff now because Neil's made me bloody watch it all the way through lockdown. You're listening to Davey A's. I give that 10 minutes. Jeez. I used to watch Dragon Ball Z back when it was on Bravo back in the day. If anyone, oh, wow. if anyone out there remembers Bravo, they used to play it in the middle of the night, Dragon Ball Z. And I remember watching it up until it got to sort of I think Dragon Ball GT. And then I just kind of got bored. It just oh, yeah. it went rubbish. But for me, probably Cell Saga was my favourite of the whole thing. I was a big fan of um, the build-up of Cell consuming and changing and whatnot and by the face you're pulling oh, okay. Suze, i don't think you're liking the cell saga oh i hate i hate that it's do you know what it's not the cell saga that i hate at all because i love the androids the androids yeah. are, are, are bitching it's cell you don't he like just, cell i can't, oh god he just makes my teeth itch wow. i actually had nightmares watching the cell saga he, he proper scares me really yeah yeah and not not so mad, not so much when he's in when he hits perfect form. Like I can deal with him a bit more when he hits perfect form, ignoring the whole sucking people into his tail thing because that's horrendous in itself. But um, first form cell gives me nightmares. 
Was that the one where he's got the weird kind of black, like roundish mouth? He's, or... he's, he's got, yeah, he's got the weird like beaky mouth. Yeah, That's yeah. all got lines on it. And I, yeah. I can never remember where it separates to be his mouth. Like I can never remember which line is his actual, and it, no, get, <laughs> genuinely, genuinely that, like the first part of the Cell Saga gave me nightmares. Wow. Interesting factoids you've just given out yeah. to the world there, yeah? Yeah. Don't watch well, the Cell um, Saga, it will give you nightmares. Ter- he's terrifying, Cell. I love Boo, so Boo. Oh. I am all I am all about the Boo saga. He's just a guy who doesn't know how strong he is. He likes to eat chocolate and he's got a short temper. He's just misunderstood. I mean I, I, I can relate to that. I'm a big, you know, I'm a, a, a big angry person that likes to eat chocolate and gets really pissed off really quickly. Who isn't? Who who couldn't mm. relate to that? Every, everyone can. Especially the and he chocolate. Loves dogs. He loves dogs, so he can't be bad. Incidentally, we're still waiting for the hashtag of uh, Get Sue's Year Dog to take off, but it's still out oh. there. If you remember, listeners, we, we did uh, put we a little are, feeder yeah. out there for someone to get Sue's Year Little Dog. Yeah, um, still waiting. But we're, to be fair, we're um, not in the best position to take a dog on at this exact moment in time with our impending buying of our house hmm. that is currently on the books. So we can't really take a dog on until we've moved and what have you. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah. We're obviously uh, going down various tangents. <laughs> of course, as always. As conversations tend to do with us. It's interesting you threw Dragon Ball Z in there. I wasn't actually thinking about like animated stuff. I mean, I've not really had a chance to catch up on anything animated yeah. in terms of TV. But I like that. It's a good nod to a quality oh, yeah, we've, show. We've sat, and, we've sat and watched through the whole of Kai last year, I think, because he bought the last few. I think he bought the, the Boo Saga during lockdown like first lockdown last year so i'm pretty sure we've gone through the whole of kai in the last year and we've gone through the whole of super in the last year as well time well spent it's a good investment dragon Ball Z. it does reward yeah. you it really does it does it's a bit swings and roundabouts i really struggled to get into super like the first sort of couple of chunks of super i wasn't massively impressed with but then the end of super i absolutely loved it was amazing i have memories of uh winding rob up Everyone knows Rob by now. He's been on various episodes about. Might my... be listening to this. Like, he will. Oh, he will. What are you doing talking about Dragon Ball Z? What about Vegeta? What about Tabul? Well, I used to wind yes, him up saying that the best character was Gotenks, and I know it winds him up because he he hates Gotenks. <laughs> That's because Gotenks is an ass. Everybody hates Gotenks. He's a prick. <laughs> right now, Rob is crushing a can in his he hand is, in anger. Yeah. <laughs> He's wherever he is. He's sat there like there's a disturbance. I can feel it. Like all of the hairs on the back of his neck are standing up right now. And then when this comes out and he listens to it, I'm like, that's why I knew it. It wasn't the position of the moon and Mercury. It was these two. (laughs) Just saying, Rob, again, go tanks. He's badass, man. He's badass. I'm not going to say anything to aggravate poor Rob because he suffered enough going on about having the piss stuck out of him for Dragon Ball Z back in the day. I do distinctly remember there being a picture of Goku and Vegeta stuck up in the test bay and somebody wrote something like, they're just the same person. And he got really annoyed. <laughs> you say you, you've got a shocked face. I, I, I thought it was you that did it. Maybe not. It might have been Ian or Mark. No, it wasn't me. I wouldn't be so bold as to do stuff like that and yeah, expect to still work there. 
And I remember, I remember I got really excited because Ryan said something like, I don't know whether when Ryan joined or something happened where Ryan said something about liking Dragon Ball Z. And Rob was like, look, 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 they're not the same. Ryan, Ryan, tell him, tell him they're not the same person. And he just got dead excited. There was another Dragon Ball Z person in the shop <laughs> that was willing to talk about it. Oh, bless him. Oh, clearly we're going to have to devote an episode to Dragon Ball Z. Oh. when um season three comes to air because by the way folks there will be a season three um it's more it's not more of a it's more of a threat than a promise i will be back sort of thing <laughs> you're not getting rid of me just yet <laughs> we are we are getting close to the finale of season two and uh, there will be a season three coming a little while later but um but yeah Whee! dragon ball z is dragon ball z sorry is a a very popular topic and I, it's gonna have to have a, an episode devoted to it what recommendations have you got obviously there's going to be tons of shows we can throw out here yeah. but just from what you may have been watching while you've been stuck in the house and stuff any recommendations that you've been enjoying i don't, I don't know to be honest because like all the stuff we've been watching is stuff that's been out for ages mm. so like we recently watched a massive chunk of misfits oh misfits yeah, yeah it's like early 2000s now i'm pretty sure misfits is well old now mm. um but we got through the first like two seasons Okay. Um, and I've always wanted to watch it. I'm pretty sure I've got it on a hard drive somewhere and just never bothered to actually sit down and watch it. So we gave it a go. And Neil had sort of seen bits and bobs of it already and I had a vague idea of what it was about. But I mainly watched it because it's Robert Sheehan and I absolutely adore Robert Sheehan. He's my spare Neil. If I ever lose Neil, then I've got a spare and my spare is also Irish. Win-win. Um, it's nice to have a backup, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. But it's he was in... Um, Umbrella Academy as well. I, I was just going to say, actually, yeah, he's the guy in Umbrella Academy, and I've I've just yeah. started watching season two a couple of days ago. <gasps> yeah, it's really good. I, it was weird because it was a a comic franchise I've I've never heard yeah. of until Netflix announced the show, and I... even watching it was they're a very obscure bunch of characters, but mm. but it's well, really weird. What I found really funny about watching Misfits is that he's the exact same character in Misfits as he is in, in Umbrella Academy. It's just that in Umbrella Academy, he just grows up in a different environment, but he's got superpowers. He's a bit of a, a rogue. He does drugs. He doesn't really care about the way things are meant to be. He just does his own thing. It's pretty much the same character in, in both shows, but in a really good way, because it's Robert Sheehan and he's amazing. I like the American Horror Story because you've got the same sort of 25 people on rotation. <gasps> Are we not an American Horror Story fan, Dave? No, I think we may have touched on this possibly in in our in horror, horror episode in season one, but we probably I, did. I tried watching episode one. Like now, I'd I'd read all the hype about it. You know, it's an amazing horror franchise, and anyone that's into horror can watch the American Horror Story show series and get really into it. So I I went in yeah. episode one, thought great, open minds, let's watch it, and literally, it's one of the most boring hours I've ever spent oh, oh watching God. telly, in my opinion. Now, I know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we can be friends, Dave. We we can we can because we all have differences <laughs> of opinion and we're still talking about it. It's okay. But yeah, it's not for me. It's for a lot of other oh. people in the world. Millions of fans out there, but I'm not one of them, sadly. Was that Murder House? Was it the it, first season? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the best one. If that's the best one, then how it's got to season what eleven now oh, or something? I don't know. Um, ten. I think is I don't know to be honest I'm I'm about a season maybe one season behind maybe two it's just the last season I watched was apocalypse so I think there's been a whole season since apocalypse 
clips that's been out and released but isn't on Netflix yet, which is mm. why I haven't watched it. And then they're making the new season at the minute, I think, or they've announced the new season at the minute. Oh, no. See, Mur- Murder House is my favourite because that's what I fell in love with it with. And it's it's got everything I'd want. Asylum, I struggled to watch. I'm pretty sure Asylum's the second one. I had to skip Asylum and then come back to it. Coven is good if you loved things like The Craft and Practical Magic as a like teenage girl. I could understand why Coven wouldn't necessarily um, appeal to gentlemen because it's not like hot girls, you know, having slumber parties. It's teenage witches being badass. So you if you like say, the craft yeah. and you like practical magic, watch Coven. I mean, you could well. say if, you, if you're struggling to remember which season it is, you could <laughs> ask around. <laughs> I, could go, I could go on. I could go on forever. There are some really, really good bits of the the franchise in general. Mm. I have rewatched that over the last year. That's been one of my back my background noise of choice. But I skipped, I skipped Asylum. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Not even because it's not very good. It just didn't really appeal to me. Okay. It went through phases where it got a little bit too complicated, and they tried to do too much, mm. and then tried to pull it all together a bit too quickly, and it was just a bit sort of head spinny. Coven was number three. That one's amazing. Four is Freak Show. Becky doesn't like Freak Show. Oh, does she not? Freak, no, Freak Show's the one with the scary clown who's got no face. Ah, well, scary clown yeah. straight away. You're going to lose your audience right yeah. there. It's not terrible, Freak Show. But again, it goes on It goes on a bit. And I can't remember what comes next. I can probably reel them all off, but I can't remember what order they go in. Hotel was a good one. That had Lady Gaga in it. Maybe her acting was horrific to be in a horror franchise. I know. Her acting was fine. Her acting was really, really good. Oh. Well, fair yeah. play. Fair play to her then. Fair play to her. So that that's you obviously binging on a, a really good horror franchise. Yeah. You know, for, for your for your benefit, not for yeah. me, but certainly for you and a lot of others yeah. out there. The others, to be fair, I've I've been binging that and then the Bly Manor ones. Oh, um, um, yeah. Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Hill Manor. House, that was it, yeah. And Bly Manor. I actually did... I, I wasn't too sure on Bly Manor, but then I wasn't too sure on, on Hill House either, but then... If you give them the chance, because they're only like 10 or so episodes long, aren't they? They're not really long. If you give it a chance to the end of the season, it is worth it. Like, you do get Mm. the payoff. I don't even think there's 10 episodes, actually, of Blind Man, and I'll think about it. It might only be about eight, I think, possibly. Yeah, it's. I know it's not a lot, Mm. um, because I think I managed to binge them while Neil was on late one week. (laughs) We we watched them at home when we we seen the trailer on Netflix. We thought we'd give it a go, because it was something different to watch. Yeah. Um, Really enjoyed it. Second season, the Blind Manor one, I was actually thinking it was a continuation because they used the same actors, mm. uh, but it's a completely different story. It's just the same actors playing different characters. Yeah. It, it threw me a, a sort of curveball, I suppose, because I was expecting, like I say, a continuation. But once yeah. you get a couple of episodes in, you kind of get the gist and you, you follow the story quite well. And like you say, yeah. you get rewards at the end. So Yeah. yeah there were some, um, some good twists, mm. some good, like, spooky twists and what have you the only thing i'd probably say is hard to follow with that one is they bounce around in time a lot so yeah. they do the like they'll show you a bit and then show you a bit and then they'll go oh by the way when you were watching this bit this is what was happening and it it does get a bit disjointed but shows you, like you that get, yeah yeah you get the payoff because then you go oh that makes much more sense now you sounded like you got possessed here that was quite cool well done you i am possessed <laughs> <laughs> We have a very good balance, me and my demon. Good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. 
<laughs> Sticking with um, horror, just for another show. I was watching Walking Dead, The Walking Dead, up until I think it might be season eight. I know you're not a fan, Susie. I gave up. I I watched I it the, fi- the first time I tried it. I got to season three, and then I got I got bored. Yeah. Then I left it. And I came back and I did it again. I got to, I think it's season eight. Spoiler alert if no one's seen it. It's the it's the scene in, I'm assuming, season eight, where main character Rick blows a bridge up to save his friends and then leaves the show. Now I, know, I haven't got I, that far. I know his character is going to be in a forthcoming film uh, spin-off, but when that scene Amazing. happens, I didn't, yeah, it explains what happens to him when he when he leaves the, the group of survivors. So there's going to be a feature film, a Walking Dead feature film. Um but I left the show for, at that point, and I've not gone back to it since now. I know it's up to, I think, season 10 now, which is the last season they're going to yeah. do. I know yeah. they've got Fear the Walking Dead, the prequel, that's doing quite well, and mm. there's a, a teenage that's got the Yeah, that's got Morgan in it, on it? Yeah, I think The guy from season one. Yeah, so they're kind of keeping it going with that. But I think in terms of, like, zombie shows, I, I, I just don't... I don't watch them anymore. Like I watched um, well, was it, what was it called? Z Nation, which was like a comic, Z- comical <sighs> kind Z of... Walking yeah. Dead, I suppose, a bit with funny bits in it. It just, yeah, uh, it was stupid. It was. I it was actually far-fetched. really enjoyed Z Nation. It was ridiculous. It, it was, it was very much a bit of a piss take out of that type of hmm. like how people would be. Yeah, like they've got this guy who's you know the second coming or whatever. But mm. what really made me laugh is when you see people who were like, we shouldn't test on animals, we should test on criminals because that's their punishment. And I'm like, no, watch Z Nation. That's what happens when you test on criminals. <laughs> that's why it's a bad idea. Don't be injecting T virus into anyone. Yeah, because <laughs> then you end up with this frigging criminal from death row or whatever who's the saviour of the human race but doesn't want to save everyone because he's a criminal and he's an arse. Yes. Not that I not that I condone testing on animals. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm not going to return to Walking Dead. I, I've decided to, to um, devote my time to watching a majority of comedies, really. I've been going to... Really? I've been binging Only Fools as pair because I, I love British comedy. I, I guess it's not for you, Susie, but I'm an old guy. It's I like the old comedy, so I've been watching Only Fools. I, I am very hit and miss with my British comedy, to be fair. There's mm. some things I like and some things I don't, and I, I couldn't tell you where the line is. I either I either like it or I don't. Like, I absolutely... This is going to offend someone, I'm sure. Cool. I absolutely despise Alan Partridge. See, I, I'm a fan of Alan Partridge, I must admit. I can't... Cringe comedy is not my thing. Okay. Like, I can't watch, like, The Inbetweeners and that sort of... No. Neil's like, oh, but it's dead funny. And I'm like, no, it's not. I went to school with lads like that. They were my friends at school. It's not the the one that's always banging on about how much sex he's had. Yeah, yeah, his name was Tommy. We had him. The geeky one who had a briefcase. Yeah, his name was Johnny. We had one of them, too. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just, it's not funny when you actually lived and were mates with those lads. Shows like In Between Us and like Friday Night Dinner and stuff like that. I, you know, yeah, they have, they I have a young fan. Like Friday Night Dinner. I, I was never a fan of it. That's that's been our most recent binge watches. We've we're we're just about to run out actually. Um, so we're up to the last season of Friday Night Dinner, and it does bug me a little bit because. It does my head in how like the brothers are just constantly out to get each other. Like if they were my kids, I'd have disowned them. I'd have yeah. been like, right, you're not go away. Sorry, you're not my kids anymore. Like I, when we sit and watch it, I say to Neil, like how thrilled I am that he's not like that with his brother. <laughs> like constantly trying to get one over on each other, it drive me insane. 
as um, um, well, I do enjoy it, and it's a bit sad that the dad's died now. Yeah, yeah, it it was fairly recent. I don't yeah. how long it was, a couple of weeks ago, something like it was that. A couple, a couple, yeah, within the last month or so, definitely. Yeah. It has got a, a fan following. It's again, it's not something I enjoy watching, but it's got almost a cult status now, largely yeah. because of the the in betweeners kind of casting yeah. link, and the, you know, it's it's got a good casting. It. It's just not for me. I'm not that kind of fan of that type it's, of comedy. I'm yeah, more slapstick. It's very repetitive. Yeah, yeah. I find like we were watching one just before I came on this. And the dad said something, and I'm like, "Oh, have we seen this one?" And I'm like, "No, no." He just says that every every time they mention getting takeout, he's like, "I'm not eating internet food," and it just gets a bit. Like, I get that the repetitiveness is what's funny, but also, how many times does Jim need to come knocking on the door on a Friday night while they're having dinner before they just stop <laughs> answering the door and just pretend that they're out, or yeah. just tell him to bugger off? Do you know what I mean? Like, if somebody was knocking on my door every Friday night. And interrupting my dinner, they'd get three weeks on the trot before they get told to jog on and not come back. Absolutely. You know, you're trying to have your dinner. Don't people knocking at your door? Yeah. Do you want? I mean, do I, you want I'm quite hard faced, but you know. You just tell it like it is, Suze. That's all it is. Yeah. I've I recently um, boxed off the IT crowd, the crowd, whichever way you <gasps> want to pronounce it. Yeah, Love that show. Yeah. Love that show. It was a an anti climax. I thought when they finished it off because um, yeah, it was like two was it two maybe three very ridiculous episodes and in the end they were yeah. just happy like happy ever after. They just kind of whitewashed it under the carpet kind of thing. But I loved it. I loved the nerdiness. I loved the geeky references. Yeah. There's a lot of like movie oh, kind oh. of quotes and scenes that they've reenacted <laughs> in the moss. Is amazing. All the stupid situations that that um, I can't remember the name. The Irish fella gets himself into that really oh, makes Roy. me laugh. Yeah, Chris O'Dowd, yeah. I'm leg disabled. <laughs> He's just being pushed around. I'm disabled. I'm disabled. Yeah, it's when they they go to watch the uh, the he, gay musical called Gay. Yeah, and he pulls the um the cord in the disabled toilet by mistake. Yeah, and tells everybody that he's leg disabled and somebody stole his wheelchair. Yeah, <laughs> he gets put onto that just lying on bus full of them. <laughs> oh, it makes me laugh so much. It makes me howl. It's funny like for a night, a bunch of IT nerds. The stuff they get up to, it's like, yeah, it's 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 slapstick. You yeah. know, it's it's stuff that. And see, that's that sort of stupid comedy doesn't bother me. Like, I do find that really funny. But then, like Alan Partridge and the in between is that sort of cringy stuff. It's not my bag. That's why I say I can't. I can't really tell you what the line is. Are you a fan of Spaced? Yes. I haven't watched it for a very long time. I watched um, it about two yeah. two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Rediscovered it. I tend to watch it maybe once a year and just redo the whole two seasons again because, yeah. again, it, uh, with similarities to the IT crowd, it's very nerd-based. There's a lot of yeah. pop culture references and imagery in it. And, you know, it really puts Simon Pegg and Nick Frost on the map. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of them anyway as a duo. I think they work mm. really well together. There isn't... There isn't anything that they've made so far that I didn't enjoy. Because mm. um, what was that? Oh, what was it called? The one on Prime? Truth Seekers. Do you know, I've not seen that. I've oh, seen the trailer. It's, for... 
it's worth a watch. Like, I'm not going to go, oh my god, it's the most amazing thing ever. But it is worth a watch. It's not predominantly Nick and Simon, mm. but Simon is in it. And I think they must have finished filming and then obviously lockdown happened and stuff because there's not been any more to it. But it is really good. And you could, like, the, the end of the season, you're like, <gasps> okay, now I need to watch more, but there isn't any more. Mm. So yeah, it's, it is definitely worth a watch. It is quite funny slash good if that makes sense like drama wise as well yeah yeah do you think he was a good scotty i have opinions on jj abrams versions of star trek and they are not good opinions well i couldn't necessarily focus on him as scotty because i am too angry about other things that they did with that franchise i mean i don't really want to open up that pandora's box because it's, yeah. it's you can see it's brimming it's ready to just pop you can see that padlock's rattling because it's dying to get out the opinion about so, Star Trek. <laughs> so many things I could rant about that franchise, but I won't. Well, every well, time we, every time we're like flicking through Netflix and it comes up, Neil's going, "Oh, let's watch that. Your favorite film." <laughs> Sorry, beep. No, no, no. We're we're explicit now. You want to swear, Susie? You dropped them in. You dropped them in. Really? I've been trying to be really good. You know, it's it's fine. Even myself's been slipping up now. I know. You got, me, I know you've me got parental me. advisory stickers. I have. I've got E for E. Oh, just yeah. swore. <laughs> yeah, space. Just just very really quickly to come space, back to it. Brilliant. A lot yeah. of a lot of comic book, TV, movie references. A pair of uh, friends living in a in a you know cheap yeah. flat, and the situations they get up to. You know, hilarity is constant. And I love yeah, all the references. They said um, there's an episode in it where uh, Simon's character is playing Resident Evil, and he's up on it all night, and he starts seeing like zombies in the street, thinking because oh, yeah. he's play- and, and that's what inspired Shaun of the Dead, apparently. Yeah. Which I like. I like the fact that because I mean Shaun of the Dead anyway, it's, it's a really good. What is it? A rom com? Yeah, something like that. Um, but you know, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a really funny zombie movie based on a, on a sketch yeah. from a TV show. so Yeah, it's almost like, like Shaun of the Dead and Paul are just continuations of space, really, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They're just different paths that they, that they took, but starting from space, almost. I was a big fan of Bill Bailey in it as Bilbo. I mean, I'm a fan of Bill Bailey anyway, but I loved his cameo in it as the comic book shop owner and the rival who just happened to look exactly like Bill Bailey with the same hair. Love that. Love it. I tend to prefer Bill Bailey when he's acting rather than his stand-up. Not that his stand-up's not funny, but I just prefer him acting in things or being on like panel shows and that sort of thing than just watching him walk around stage for an hour. He was great in Buzzcocks. That was a great show back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You don't see a lot of that though. I mean, a a good a good music-based kind of comedy quiz. It would probably do quite well now, but you don't see stuff like that anymore. No, I did used to really enjoy Buzzcocks. To be fair. Other than you get the great back, the, is it the big fat quiz of the year? That tends yeah, to be quite a yeah. good one to watch. But you you either get the same teams every year, so it gets a bit stale, or you get celebrities, and I use the word loosely with my air quotes, who are just like people who ITV have made famous but aren't actually famous at all. They just that. hate that. Do you know what I mean? These people who are famous for the sake of being famous. You, you're really scraping the barrel when you've got to get someone who was on Love Island or someone yeah. who was on like Only Way as Essex and they were the cleanest X, cousin X on sister. the beach. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're now celebrities. Does me Back in the day, celebrities were like movie stars, you know, TV and yeah. film stars. Now it's all, yeah, I once sat next to Elton John on the bus. I'm a celebrity now. 
Yeah. What? What? If you if you see the opening sequence of Love Island, you can see my hand just on the right of the screen. Oh my god! Get them into a uh, movie studio right away. Yeah, no. get them to ITV. ITV will give them a contract. And it is it is predominantly ITV that do it. Mm. Like at least the BBC makes people famous from absolute gems like Line of Duty and that sort of thing. You've been hammering Line of Duty, haven't you? No. Yeah. Now I haven't even watched the first episode of the first series. Have now, not, I, have you not watched any Line watched, of Duty? No, I've not <sighs> watched any of it. Now it's I've constantly read amazing reviews, even from yourself, who's constantly bigging it up how good it is. I still haven't watched it. And wow. it's one of those series where I want to get onto it, but because I know it's about is it what five, six seasons now, something like that? Uh, we're currently about to hit the end of season might only be season four, you know. Where I thought it was more than that. Might be season five. It's no, it's it definitely is no more than currently on season five. I've I've often found if I've left it a bit too late, like if it's released say four seasons and I start, I may not go to it. But the hype it's generated, I see like constantly see trailers and I see people you know hinting how good it is and, and commenting and oh, so on. That it makes me maybe I should start on it. So it's definitely one on my watch list. I'm I'm currently watching uh, a show called Your Honor. I don't know if you're aware of this show. No, I've heard about it. Brian Preston, um, isn't it? Yeah, some, who was it that was saying something about it recently? Oh, my word. Somebody, oh, no, it was on the, <laughs> we were uh, having a Zoom meeting in work the other day and the particular group of people that I have that meeting with, we, have, we meet every like sort of couple of months or whatever. And if we end up finishing our work talk, and having time left on the meeting, we'll be like, so guys, what have we watching on Netflix then? And one of them mentioned that. But he said he wasn't that um, impressed. It's it's weird because it's it's a very slow burn. Like the episodes, I must admit, there's been times when I've dozed off. But yeah. the story behind is quite it's quite a good one. I just think maybe maybe the acting or or the action of the of each episode needs to amping up, I suppose. I don't know. But yeah. the story behind it is is quite gripping. It's just I don't know, on screen it's a bit it's a bit lacklustre. I think it's one of those series where it'll be really good when it gets to the final episode to be like action packed and thrilling and gripping. Yeah. But it's yeah. that it's simmering away. It's not got up to like a good, you know, ending yet. To be fair, Line of Line of Duty I was say Line of Honor. Line of Duty <laughs> is a little bit like that. So we um we started watching it like a couple of months ago. We just decided one day, like the, the hype of the new season was coming. I think I'm sure we might be on season six, you know, I'll think about it. Um, so, and like with Neil taking his job a bit more seriously and what have you, he wants to watch sort of that sort of drama. He's got a lot more interest in it now. Um, so we started watching it from season one and we were hooked because he's, he's quite a hard one to watch dramas with because he doesn't mm. like things that take themselves too seriously. He likes okay. sort of lighthearted stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, you, would, you? you know, get, getting him to watch, cause it is quite a serious drama. Yeah. Like it's not, you know, it's not all people dying and getting shot and everything, mm. but it's, there's not a, a comedy element to it really. Like not on purpose. Um, so I was quite impressed at, at how much we enjoyed it and that we just burned through the first like however many seasons on BBC I play within a matter of weeks and then okay. we finished it just in time for the latest season to start up and it's it's amazing Dave like it just it it's ramping up a lot as it goes on yeah and um it's impressive how much they weave into it like because you get to the end of season one 
And you go, oh, well, you know, that's it. Everything's all tied up in a nice little bow. And then season two comes along and it's like, oh, do you remember that and that and that from season one? Now they're the focus of season two. And it sort okay. of does that leapfrogging season to season in terms of the, the MacGuffin, if you like. So they, um, they keep you, I suppose, like, you know, like breadcrumbs to come back to later on. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm <laughs> at some point, I'm like, at some point, this, um, this OCG, Organised Crime Group, to uh to those who aren't in the know mm. this ocg is gonna yeah oh, the, this ocg is gonna run out of like members eventually yeah <laughs> like at some point they're gonna have actually collared everybody in this ocg and, and every everyone who's linked i'm not gonna go into detail because i don't want to ruin it but um but yeah eventually surely this group is gonna they're gonna have all this group behind bars either behind bars or dead <laughs> so they're gonna find a new ocg to start on <laughs> when they run out it sounds like it's really it's really good though. It is it is really good. Some of the um some of the stories are based on real like real cases as well. Wow. So there's a homage to I wanna say Stephen Lawrence. Sure, say that. Kid the kid who got killed. I think it might um, be actually, yeah. I think it was a racial racist attack. Okay. Um so there's like a little homage to him and there's another couple of like what what were big news stories i feel i feel terrible if i've got his name wrong and they've sort of tweaked them for the purposes of drama okay and um and i know they've had like police sort of liaisons to make sure that they get it right and it's as accurate as it would be you know if if it was filmed filming actual real life stuff yeah wow it does it sucks you in it really does in terms of police dramas, there's only really two that I would say I was a massive fan of. One was The Bill, back in the day. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love the intro. It was just two coppers, wasn't it? Just walk, you just see yeah. the feet. Just see the feet, that's Bobby's all you on need. on the beat. Great show back in the day, an ITV classic. And yeah, numerous numbers of seasons. They're bringing it back. They're bringing it back. I don't know. I don't know. It was it was cheesy mm. enough back in the day, but I don't know if a, a revamp would, would work. I my biggest concern about them bringing it back is that a half oh, the cast are probably dead or too old to act yeah, now. Yeah. And b it'd just be another line of duty then if they got a whole new set of casting. Mm. And that's not to say that's a terrible thing. If it's as good as line of duty, fine. But do we need another line of duty? So I don't know. I'd, I'd be, in, I'd give it a go. Obviously, you, you be know, because of because obviously Line of Duty's BBC's like hard hitting police drama. Yeah. ITV has to action. come back, doesn't it? Has to come back with the yeah. bill because that was their best yeah. police drama ran for so many seasons. Yeah. So yeah, it it seems likely that they do it, especially if they're trying to compete. Yeah. The other police show though that I was a massive fan of was the Thin Blue Line with Rowan Atkinson. Never watched it. You, you know? never watched it. No. Very. Very slapstick. I think it was actually written by Ben Elton. Um, it uh, well, is, it, is it meant to be a comedy? Yeah, it's that's, a comedy. That, it's would, a comedy yeah. that would probably be why I've not watched it because, again, Rowan Atkinson, as a person, absolutely love him. As characters in films, like in Love Actually, yeah, fine. Hate Mr. Bean. Hate it. That's a fair absolutely opinion. Cannot, cannot abide Mr. Bean. So it it depend on what level of comedy it was. If it was too beany, then I probably wouldn't enjoy it. But I might give it a it, go. It was essentially a, a comedy set around a, a police station. Rowan Atkinson yeah. was the was the chief inspector. A hilarity uh, ensued. <laughs> yeah, hilarity ensued. It was a uh, it was good. You know, the the CID always making mistakes and they would always clean the mess up for and 
you know, court mm. cases going wrong because they weren't wearing helmets and crying all over the place. It was very slapstick, but set in a police station, and I I, I enjoyed watching yeah. it. I know um, yeah. it's one of my mum's favourites. Barb, if you're listening, I know you'll be listening. Thin Blue Line, Hi, how Barb. much of a fan are you? <laughs> yeah, are you Barb? She loves Hi, getting Barb. her name checked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, police dramas. Got to do a shout out to our Barb. You've got to give a shout out to our Barb. She's a, a massive one, fan Barb. of the shop. <laughs> of, the, of the shop I've just said massive fan of the show <laughs> I mean we all love the shop don't we any shop there any, are many retail shop, yeah. Yeah, yeah. any shop that is not my house that I can leave and go to and get out of my house <laughs> the time is coming it will soon be over <laughs> I've kind of mellowed in my older years. I've started watching things like uh, The Great British Bake Off. Oh, really? And my all-time favourite, The Repair Shop. I oh love God. The Repair Shop. That is that is a dad show and a half, that. That's when your kids are older and they're talking to people about when, oh, what what did you watch growing up? What did your dad like? They're like, oh, we used to watch this dead boring show about cars. The same way I talk about my dad watching Rex Hunt's Fishing Adventure growing up. <laughs> Like that's that's what it is. That's what you're going to be to your kids when just, they grow up. I just find it fascinating how someone can take an old piece of junk and bring it back to life. What can I say? I mean, I, not I, so much with cars. I do, I do like a bit of Bake Off. You know, you know, the repair shop isn't about cars. Is it not? No, the repair. Basically, people bring their cherished possessions. You know, it could be anything that they've had through their childhood. That, oh, and, okay. And Sorry, I did them. assume it was cars. No, no, it's um, it's literally have um, you know, Thanks like a, like a woodwork expert, a metal. Day. Sorry about that. A woodwork expert, a metalwork expert, a ceramic okay. expert, and so on. And people bring in, like, you know, broken pottery from when they were four or a, a piece oh, of okay. a family heirloom that's been passed down through generations and they want to yeah. bring it back to how it used to be. And they literally fix these things, repair them, make them work again, make them look like okay. new again. It's very emotional. Like, you, you get, like, you yeah. know, 90-year-old lady who's had a, a, a you know, a, a stainless steel thing. It was my wedding thing. present yeah. from 70 years yeah. ago. It was passed oh. down from, like, Churchill or whatever, and this guy yeah. will just bash it with a, a tool he's got on his collection and put a bit of polished brass on it or something, make it look, like, brand new, and then there's just people oh. crying everywhere. But it's okay. just seen... Okay, that does actually sound quite nice. It is. It's, it's a nice It's a nice heartwarming show, but I, I am literally fascinated by how, the skills that the guys use to repair yeah. these items, bring them back. It made me sort of open up in brackets, my own little watch repair shop. And I say re- repair shop, it's just me fixing watches, but I um, <laughs> I fancy myself as a dab band, so I got myself a little tool kit and a little watch Aww. repair kit, and I'm replacing batteries and I'm changing straps Good and I'm know. taking glass and stuff like that. So, yeah, if you need Good your watch repairing, do get in touch because I may be able to help you out on that I end. Am, I am very fussy about who I give my watch to to repair because it was very expensive. It was a 30th birthday present, so... Oh, well, it don't give it to me then. It's, um yeah... I'm, I'm very touchy about who I give it to. But no, that's good. To be fair, that does actually sound quite interesting. There's um, a series on YouTube that I think, I think it must be like, do you remember the type of series you'd get on TLC back in the day? Back yeah. when, you know, those those kids of us who grew up with Sky and used to watch TLC and you had like this old house and, yes. and all that sort of thing. Um, I think it's called Brothers at Arms or Men at Arms. It might be Men at Arms. Okay. Um. And it's basically guys who are like ironmongers and own metal workshops and right. stuff. Okay, yeah. Making like film props, but 
like out like actual real ones out of steel and real materials. Wow. Um so the the obvious ones, they've got like swords from various video games and um I'm pretty sure they make the Soul Edge swords, you know, the two like Ooh. massive ones, one with the eye on. Yeah. But yeah. they make them out of the actual like folded steel and um and the the blacksmithery of it all if you like I'm gonna make a word there um but yeah it's it's fascinating to watch it because you get to watch them like folding the steel and heating it up and shaping it and and hammering away and all that sort of thing mm. and then when they're finished they've got this you know friggin four foot long illegal weapon essentially like you could only do it in america you wouldn't be able to do it in this country definitely not. um and yeah and then they obviously go and chop things up with it and all that sort of thing i'm pretty sure they made a thor's hammer but yeah pretty pretty much any sort of prominent movie weapon that you can think of men at arms have made it and it's fascinating to watch wow just sound good actually wait what was that on the old tlc channel I think I think it is on TLC, or it used, it's the type of thing you get on TLC, but it's just on YouTube now. Fair enough. YouTube's a great um, source of entertainment if you yeah. can't find something on TV. You know, a lot of people yeah. do binge on YouTube. The amount of shows, well, not shows, sorry, yeah. but videos, clips. We'll see. There are know. there are series like there's full series of Men at Arms on there. One of my mates, um, bless her, she's not very technologically minded. I know she won't ever listen to this because she'll never be able to figure out what a podcast is. Never mind how <laughs> to listen to one. Bless her. She's only two years older than me, but she acts like a 65-year-old lady when it comes to oh, technology. Bless. But she um, discovered Thai and, I think, Thai and Japanese dramas on YouTube. Okay. So there's like hundreds and hundreds of episodes of dramas from various parts of Asia. And that's she just sits and binges them all day. Wow. And that's all she watches. And she's absolutely fascinated by them. And they're all subtitled or dubbed or whatever. Mm. Um, but that's all she does all day is just sit and binge watches like Chinese dramas on YouTube. Wow. She absolutely loves it. Fair play. Fair and I feel play. like, obviously, I've never watched any of it, but I feel like it's just like Chinese Young and the Restless. That's what I imagine it to be. Oh, my Do you know God. What I mean? like, or like, the Young and the Restless, um, like the Brave and the Bold and all these other ones. What, what was it? Days of Our Lives, that was the other one. That's what I feel like it is. It's just like Asian versions of them. Do you know, I'm glad you've mentioned Days of Our Life because I wanted to just throw in the comedy giant that is Friends because yeah, Days of Our Lives does feature in it. it. Do you? Well, yeah. it is a comedy giant. You don't need to binge it. It's, it's, it's on like, it's on Netflix. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's on Disney Plus as well. Sounds about right. Disney, Disney owns Plus everything have, these days. Well, yeah, they've, they've just launched this new um, star thing, haven't they? So oh, all yeah, stars, the TV, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. yeah, they've just acquired another chunk of the media. So this star thing's got like scrubs on it. Oh, I'm trying to think what else we've been watching on star. It's got the strain. Do you remember us talking oh, about my the strain? God, I love it. It's that got that show. on it. I do you know what? I, I started rewatching that actually. I've I've only got about halfway through season one because I didn't want to put it on as background noise because I wanted to actually sit and watch mm. it, but Neil won't watch it. I um, think I may need so to I've rediscover been. that actually. Yeah, uh, it's just, it's got loads of like classic TV that obviously you we lost touch with because it never made it as far as our TV channels, mm. and it's got a lot of older stuff on there as well, a lot of like action films and that sort of thing. Might have to give that a whirl. Now that you've yeah. dangled strain there, I need to re- rediscover that. It's a fantastic yeah, vampire show. Wow! Yes, good shout there, Sue. Good shout. 
Yeah, ma'am. Yeah, ma'am. Got... Just a hat rack, my friend. <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. Have you got any shows or any show that you've watched in its entirety and regretted doing so? Ooh, probably. I mean, for me, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I was so loyal to that show, and then the last season came out, and it just ruined my life. Okay, I've got one, and I feel a bit bad saying it, but at the same time, I do mean it a little bit lost. Yeah, I'm it's not surprised by that particular... I'm never getting back. Yeah, well, yeah, I've never watched it, but... Haven't you? No, it, it it's something that didn't grab me, and when I read the whole right. synopsis, I was like, eh, nah, no, it's not for me. So... But I've heard this con- quite a lot, that people have watched it, and they thought, why did they bother? So yeah, lost for you, yeah. It's... It's a tough one though, because like I, I mean, I watched it at the time when it was one episode a week and one season a year, and it took me six years to figure out that Jacob didn't have any answers, and nobody actually knows what was going on. And it's six years of my life I'm never getting back. But I did rewatch it last year. I think that it was it was my background noise at one point last year, and I did enjoy going through it again because some of like the characters and the acting and all that sort of things brilliant. Hmm. But I just because that was an, it's another J.J. Abrams in it, and I just feel like him and his writers were just sat every so often in a boardroom going, "Oh my god, but what if we do this?" and "Oh my god, but what if we do that?" but never thought it through. So yeah. they thought up these amazing plot twists that were like really added drama, and and at the time when we when we were watching it fresh on TV, it was like, "Oh my god!" and I've got to wait a week for the next one now. But then when you watch it, when you binge it and watch it all back to back, you get to the end and go, wait, what about all of these hundreds of things that they didn't explain and didn't talk about? Like you never get, there's, um, there's a kid called Walt and you might have seen clips of um, him <laughs> he constantly lost in the jungle and his dad just spends most of the whole of the five scenes he's in it going, what? he can't find his kid but yeah like Walt's sort of psychic or something but you never get to find out what that actually is and it's just really there's so many things that they just don't explain but then if you ignore like the weird magic because there's time travel and all kinds of nonsense that happens in it like some of the love stories are really really good and some of the backstories are really really good but yeah the, the argument, well, it was left open for interpretation. No, that is lazy writing. That is just because J.J. Abrams couldn't be asked anymore because he wanted to go off and ruin Star Trek. So he just left it all to the rest of us to figure out. Wow, that's twice the Star Trek in the same I episode. I went there. Ooh. I went there. Wow. Um, what well, was quite funny, though. <laughs> so, the sorry, there's um, an actor in it called Mark Pellegrino. And you might remember him from such shows as Supernatural, where he played Lucifer. He's an all-round, really cool, fun guy. And we went to a, a Supernatural convention years, about nine years ago now. And he was there. And they do like Q&A panels and all that sort of thing. And we were sat in one of the panels and I went with my, my good friend Cheryl and a couple of other people. And, and they were like, oh, are you going to ask a question? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ask Mark Pellegrino why Jacob had no answers and she was like, don't you dare, because Jacob was his character in Lost. And they built up <laughs> Jacob to be he who knows all, the all-knowing, all-powerful Jacob. Jacob has the answers. Jacob knew nothing. He had zero answers. It was very annoying. Well, I did get to tell him that he should have a no-pants party, though. <laughs> well, and he thought it was quite funny. 
Well, your your sort of disapproval of that show is not lost on me. No, <laughs> you did that. Just every now and then, a, a sneaky pun. Every now and then, you know, yeah. it doesn't hurt. Doesn't she, hurt. She who plays um, the Wasp in the Marvel universe, though, is in Lost. I think that's where she sort of oh yeah got her big break, if you like. That's what put it on the map, so to speak. Yeah, I think so. Because I didn't really know who she was until then, and then since then she's been in a lot more, and now she's in Marvel, so she's set for life, isn't she? It's going to come to the point where every company in the world is either going to be a Disney company or a WWE company, or just yeah. or just owned by a multi-billionaire owned by Microsoft or something yeah. like that. All, all this all this nonsense that they teach you in business studies about oh yes, there's all kinds of laws in place to stop monopolies happening. It's rubbish. No, it is absolute rubbish. It's it's going to get to the point where we're going to see you know Mickey Mouse wielding a lightsaber or that's already happened. Oh, has it? Well, yeah. The since, since, since Disney took over Star Wars, like there are there's plenty of Mickey Mouse dressed as various Star Wars characters and oh holding lightsabers and stuff around God. Disney. Not like plastered all over the place, but you know, like the pin badges and all that sort of thing. Like they've already merged all of these things together. Oh. God, they're taking over everything, aren't they? I can't complain, though. Disney runs in my veins, literally, as she shows her <laughs> tattoos that are both Disney. Fair, so. fair play. I um, I have no tattoos, and I never will, because I have a very low pain threshold. So, no. <laughs> they're not that painful. Yeah, well, you would say that, because you've got tattoos, but I don't want to have a permanent scar on myself. And other than I've got one. scar. No. I mean, I've got a surgery scar on me, but that'll do. That's a not boring that story. No, no. It's, um... Depend. I mean, depends on what you get tattooed and where. But I liken it to. Do you know, like, have you ever had a really bad cat scratch? So if like a cat scratched you, yes. and you feel it like a tear through your skin. Yes. That's what a tattoo feels like. Just feels like a really, really bad cat scratch. When you're saying things like, and you feel it tearing through your skin, yeah, it doesn't make me want to go out yeah. and get a tattoo. You know, <laughs> if you'd been like, I want. You only get a cat scratch, yeah. and it, you just feel it tearing through your skin. Say it yeah, in a soft, in a softer voice. Yeah, when it rips the flesh <laughs> from your arm. Yeah, I don't think so, Sue. You can keep your tattoo. You can stick your tattoo. Depending on... Well, from what I hear, I mean, I've only got little ones, but depending on how big the tattoo is, like if you decide to get a big one, you just go a bit numb anyway and you don't really feel it anymore. It's just like your foot... Like like when you, you sit on your foot and it goes to sleep, that's the sort of feeling you get after a while, so... Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to my grave tattoo free. <laughs> so obviously we've we've both mentioned shows that we regretted committing to can you think of a show that you would have liked to have been made that still hasn't been whether it be a sequel show or a prequel show or something original is there something you would have liked to have seen on tv that they haven't done so there was a series of books many moons ago that i was obsessed with about, about the time that it was acceptable for grown-ups to like you know young adult literature Mm. Um, just after the whole Twilight thing, because I hated Twilight. It was a sack of shit. Um, <laughs> it was. And that's not me just like hating on Twilight because it's fashionable to hate on Twilight. Like I, I read those books because all of my friends were obsessed with it. Yeah. And I was like, right, I will read the books. I will see what all the fuss is about. And it was like somebody gave a three-year-old a thesaurus. Do you know that, that episode of Friends where Joey tries to write the letter and he uses a thesaurus to do it? Yeah, That's what Twilight's yeah. like. Oh, God. I'm glad I've not it's watched them. Just a pile of shite. But yeah, after like that sort of phase, there was a series of books by Rachel Kane that focused on a town called Morganville. 
and I think there was about 15 books altogether. I never read to the end of the series because I think I lost interest at about book 10 or 11. Okay. But it was basically, the, the town called Morganville is basically ran by vampires. I don't know whether, I think it was known. I think everybody knew that it was run by vampires. And um, and girl goes to start the university in, in Morganville. And it, it is, it's your typical young adult literature, like teenagers, sort of 17, 18. There's a goth girl in it and she fancies a room, a flatmate. And then this girl moves in and she fancies this fella's friend. And, and oh yeah, by the way, there's vampires. But it was, it was really good. And it did really, really hook me in, as I say, for about nine or 10 books, which is good going. Yeah, yeah. You know, and every so often there'll be rumours on the internet that they're going to make a Morganville TV show. And like at the time, me and my friends would be like, oh, who could we get to play this person? Who could we get to play that person? And we were completely in love. I mean, I'm saying at the time, it's only about 10 years ago and I'm 35 now. So come on. But I was like completely in love with a handful of the characters. And I was like, oh, they could get this person to play that and they could get this person to play that. But it's never happened. And it's always just been conjecture and What's internet the... rumours and it makes me a bit sad because if, if they did it properly it'd probably end to be honest it'd probably end up being a bit like vampire diaries that sort of okay yeah like high fashionable sort of vampire drama if you like but if they gave it a go they could do a good job like it, it would be a good sort of young adult series what's the actual book series called they're all different names okay. so the first like the first one's called the ghost house i think okay and then they they like each book has a different name, but they are the Morganville series. Right. Okay. Okay. Something uh, to look into, you know. Yeah, I've I've got a few. So I've still got my fir- I've still got number one because I got that signed by Rachel Kane. Um, she was at a signing in Liverpool, and then I've got I think like the last few, like the one that I stopped reading, and then everyone after that I've got just in case I decide to pick them up again. But yeah, it's it's interesting. Like there's this little waif of a girl who joins the university and tries to get work experience and her work experience ends up being with a crazy vampire who's constantly threatening to eat her. As is yeah. with life, you know, it's a common yeah. thing, isn't it? And all the townsfolk are like, oh, you can't go near him, he'll eat you. And she's like, oh, it's fine. I'll, I'll go anyway. It'll be fine. And yeah, it's it, it was it was very silly, but it was um, it filled what what I didn't feel towards Twilight. I felt towards Morganville. Just um, just sticking with books, and and it's a it's a bit of a careful list, but it came up on my Facebook memories uh, yesterday when I was asking if anybody would like to take my copy of Star Trek: The Next Generation technical manual for the Enterprise D. I believe I gave this book to you, Sue. Is that correct? Do you yeah. still do you still have it? Yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what dave like i had a big sort out on my books a few weeks ago because i'm because like we're moving and i'm like right i need to get rid of some and i pulled that out and i'm like i've never read this i'm sorry to admit i've never sat and read it word for word but i've always like flicked through it and had a look but i've never actually sat and read it properly and i was like oh, i just i don't need this anymore i don't ever look at it it, it doesn't fit in like in with the rest of my books and I went to put it on the charity pile and then I changed my mind and put it back on the shelf <laughs> almost and like I'm just face. like yeah I'm just like even if I never ever read it cover to cover properly I can't get rid of it you have my it's permission the history you have my permission no, to donate it if you wish no it's a piece of history it was sort of like um almost like a Haynes manual, I suppose. It shows yeah, all, the, it was, all yeah. the components of the ship and how they work and everything, Yeah. with you being a Trekkie. 
obviously I, I said, I'll well, be honest, Dave. I forgot it was you that gave it me. Well, I knew it was someone from CEX, but I couldn't remember who it was. Well, I'll be honest I with you. It was um, Jay Crudders that gave it me. If it wasn't for Facebook and my memories, I wouldn't have remembered about giving you either. So thank you, Facebook. Yeah. Just said yeah. I remember putting the you question. Just tag me in that memory, so it so it reminds me every year. Well, it was yesterday. I don't know if I'm able to go back. Can I backtrack oh, on the memory? No, you no? can't go back. No. You can't go back. That's can't go back. Oh well, next, next year. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> Set a reminder. You still got that book? Uh, yeah, about that. <laughs> Any old school TV that you miss, that you would love to watch now. Now, before you say anything, I have recently watched bloody Alan Carr doing his game show remakes of classic game shows, play cards, right, bullseye and so on, which are all family favourites to me back in the day. Don't want to see them now, however. But it makes me think, are there any classic shows out there that they should bring back? Not necessarily remake them, but just bring them back and air them again that you haven't seen for a long time. Blind date. Oh, now are we talking still a blind date? Because Paul O'Grady's yeah. tried it. And it wasn't that good, was it? Do you know what? I didn't hate Paul O'Grady's. I was going to say that I know they tried it a few years back, hmm. and I didn't hate it. But what I like, like, I mean, I, dating shows are probably my guilty pleasure. Yeah. Like, I like the varying. Not when it's like X on the beach and Love Island and all that shite, but like um, first dates and. The Undateables. Are you going to throw Naked Attraction um, in there? Naked Attraction, yes, I love Naked Attraction. <laughs> it's a must Take of an out, Like, those sort of things, I love. Um, I do love Naked Attraction. It's oh just, God. it's ridiculous. Why is it right? You know when you've got, it's usually when the fella's picking the woman and they show the bottom half and it's just the, uh, you know, down there and the legs. And mm. the guy's like, he's crouching down like he's checking a car know, off. Like yeah. He's looking under the hood and all that. Yeah. Oh, that one looks alright. That's a bit tight. That one. Oh, there's a bit going I, on there. Do you know what? You know, I don't like. I get the point of the show that to take away the inhibitions because you've seen somebody naked, but I'm sorry, I don't know a single person who's going to look who who would want to like. Sorry, love. Let me check out your your foof before we go any further. Like, foof. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nobody cares what it looks like. These men that go, oh yes, I like it when it's like this and like. No, you don't. You don't care. In the heat of the moment, if you'd have just gone out on a date and you were getting undressed to have sex with her, you'd just stick it in. You wouldn't stop and go, oh, yes, no, I like the look of that one. You, I'm sorry, it's not a thing. I'm not having it. Like, <laughs> men can barely stop to put a frigging condom on. Never mind, check that that everything's nice and tidy and whether she's shaved recently or not. It's nonsense. Still, it's a funny show. On. It is a brilliant show. It really makes me howl. There was one. There was one. I don't know what channel. Glad you mentioned Naked Attraction. Oh, it's so funny! It's so funny. With the same sort of vibe, but I think I might have seen it on. It might have been on um, Discovery Channel, possibly. But it was. It's called Naked and Naked Naked and Afraid. Afraid. Wow. I love Naked and Afraid. It's so stupid. Why the hell would you go to a desert island oh, where there's nothing to do except rub sticks together to make to make a fire with no clothes on, but there's a camera what? crew right there filming everything you do? I know, it's just... What really makes me laugh about it is they're just... Again, this is this is where it's a bit of a guilty pleasure to trash TV because some of them are just bellends. Like, there was one that we watched and it was a girl... Um, 
and to be like she like normally when they go on it's like oh yes I go to the gym 27 times a week I'm a trained PT and I like to sharpen my knives and that's the type of woman they put on and they usually last about two days because they can't go without you know their protein shakes for more than a couple of days because their body's not used to it um and they got a girl on and she she wasn't like i'm not going to say she was fat or plus size or anything like that but she was chubbier than their normal clientele like she was probably a sort of size 14 16 so she wasn't like huge or anything but she had a bit more to her you know a bit more meat on her bones than they do normally and i don't think she wasn't one of these like oh yes i grew up hunting with my dad and and all that she was just a normal person that liked survival stuff mm. And she went on with this dude and Jesus Christ, he was the biggest knobhead going. Like the first thing he said to us, oh, she's not sexy. Oh, she's not, she doesn't look good naked. Oh, wow. I was hoping to get somebody who looked a bit better. Like he was proper going in at how she looked. And she lasted, I think he, he only lasted about four days, five days. And the whole thing's 21 days. So he left, he, he left and she was on her own for like three weeks. Jesus. And she survived. And she did really well because she was like, well, like she, they, they tell you like their weight and all that sort of thing, don't they? And um, and she lost about five or six kilograms wow. over the course of the 21 days, but she could afford to lose it. And that was the point. And that's what she said. She's like, I don't spend my life in the gym because if you're out in a survival situation, your body's got to have something to eat. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it, it, she was like he the, the guy that was on it with her it was such a dick about it all was just she was just like his body can't handle this sort of thing like is is when he doesn't eat his body eats his muscles and that's not healthy and that's why no. he struggled and it was just it was amazing she was really good but i do love it such so, yeah. diverse choice out there yeah. i'm glad we can binge <laughs> like I, with the lockdown the only luxury we've had is tv so there's been a lot of oh, choice yeah. out there for us to get stuck you know into what? We haven't even touched on the the like the biggest ones from last year, like Tiger King and Witcher. We haven't even touched on the Witcher. No. Clearly, there's a and lot more. If you've more not to seen come. the Witcher, watch it. If you've not seen Tiger King and it's still available, watch, watch it. it. You the, are wi- missing the Witcher out. is fantastic. I mean, Henry Cavill has really proven himself to be one of the top actors at the moment. The film Witcher... season two in Cumbria. In Cumbria, wow! In the Lake District, is that yeah. filming or have they filmed it? Is it all done now? Well, they they have filmed it now, yeah. Oh, okay. But last last summer they were filming in the in the Lake District. Excuse me. Witcher is phenomenal. Um, I mean, I I'm not I've not really played the games that it's based on, but I love it. I love it. It's a very good um, kind of Game of Thrones gap filler. Yeah. If you like that yeah. kind of vibe, you can go to Witcher and get the same sort of sort of vibe about it. It's not as like I find I've never sat through the whole of Game of Thrones. I find it really uncomfortable. Hmm. There's it's. Uh, there's too it sounds really stupid. There's too much like sex and yeah. graphicness yeah. in Game of Thrones. Mm. Like I remember I've watched like a couple of episodes because they happened to be on while I was at someone's house. And one of them, it was actually I sat and watched it in Marks. Um, this is how long ago it was. Yeah. And it was me and his flatmate at the time, who was a lovely fella, don't get me wrong, absolutely lovely lad was Nathan. Biggest chav you'll ever meet. Like fresh out of the army, massive chav, super scouse, all of that. Um, lovely bloke, but he was very loud. He was very scouse. And we were just sat watching this episode of Game of Thrones, and there was two guys in the foreground talking. 
And in the background, it was like testing out prostitutes for his brothel or something. And it was just these two <laughs> women casually in the background, fisting each other and screaming about it. Wow. And I was just sat there like, I don't get uncomfortable really with that sort of thing. But I was just sort of like, I'm not, I'm not down for this. I don't, I don't want to, like, even though it wasn't focused and you could, couldn't really clearly see what was going on, you could see yeah. like the outlines and, and hear them and i was just like no this is not i don't like it <laughs> it's, it's not, not my bag so there's a lot less of that sort of uncomfortable sex but there is still got some some sex in the witcher and it's lots a, of Henry Cavill in the bath which is you know i can't so, do for a lot of people yeah all anyone needs is henry cavill in the bath i mean it's not, it's not for me <laughs> but it's for a lot of other people you know yeah so there's lots to enjoy and it's clearly yeah. not enough time to chat about every telly show we love, but no. I'm hoping some of the shows that we've mentioned have got your interest and some of your memories flooding back. There's yes. obviously there's too much telly to talk about, but if you are staying at home, whether it be because of lockdown or because you just want to stay at home and enjoy telly, then yeah. whatever you're binging, get stuck in and enjoy it. And if yeah. you want it, I keep come. <laughs> I keep making jokes like we we've all been sat here in lockdown for ages, and now the pubs are open, everyone's going to the pub. When this is all completely over. And obviously, it should hopefully have moved house by then. I'm going to be the one that's like, "Oh no, just come to come round to mine. I don't feel like going out. I don't feel like going to the pub. Just come to my house and we'll have a party instead." I hundred percent agree. I don't think I'll set that's foot in a pub do. for a long time. I'm so used to I just probably a will out. next week. Do you reckon? I yeah, will next week. Yeah, well, me, me and him are off together. Like first week off we've had in probably nearly a year. So I will be having a pub lunch at some point next week. Nice. The weather is nice and it's not busy. Because it'll be in the middle of a weekday rather than a Friday or Saturday night. Sounds good, sounds good. That's my plan anyway. Time well spent. I did have a random question for you, Suze. Um, okay. Because I'm trying to stockpile a ultimate countdown, I suppose. I want to know what are your top three crisps. Now, this could be either a flavour or a brand, but I need to. I need you to give me your top three all-time favourite crisps. What have you got? Okay. Is this like if I went onto a desert island and I can only take these three crisps with me? It's exactly that scenario. This island can only take okay. three, lo- three lots of crisps. What are you taking? Do do I have bread and butter on this island with only three crisps? Because that will affect my answer. Is this because you want to make or some kind of ultimate crisp butty or something? Crisp butties, man, yeah. Well, I will allow bread and butter on the desert island, so yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Number one is Royster's um, steak, T-bone steak. Yes, they're one of mine. One of my favourites, definitely. Absolute ultimate crisps of all time. Salty, beefy, rewarding. Bubbly, I like that they're really light and bubbly. They are, they are. Um, I'll go with, like, don't don't judge me, but I'll go with Tyrrell's plain, like, lightly salted. That's a great crisp. That's a great crisp. Because they go good. They go good on a butty. You can dip them in things. Like I just every so often, I'll just have a proper hankering because they're proper crisps. Yeah. Um, and my third one. It's tough, it's isn't it? Quavers. It's got to be Quavers. I think. Do you know Quavers is, is up there? It's a really it's good an crisp. Absolute classic. Like I could probably swap swap Quavers out for what's it maybe. But if I had a choice between Wattsits and Quavers, I'll always go for Quavers. See, I'd have a Quavers sandwich over a Wattsits sandwich any day. Yeah. Quaver sandwich, yeah. Tyrrell's on a sandwich, yeah, sound. It's Most like... as you just eat them as they are, though. When you dunk a biscuit in your brew to give it the ultimate test, it's the same with crisps. Yeah. Is it going to be nice yeah. between bread? 
Oh, what oh, a great yeah, good show. That's a good, that's a good top three series. I might yeah. have to add that to the list. Well played. Well yeah, played. Man. Yeah, good choices. I, I could, agree. To be fair, I could probably I could choose more than three, but yeah, those those three. If they're the only three I could eat forever, I'd be happy there. That's a good variation of crisp. Yes. And a good variation of flavour. I think. I'm impressed. There's some good choices there. Well played. I'll add them to the list. Nice one, Suze. I quite like plain ready salted crisps, to be fair, generally. So does our Barb, to her top crisp, plain ready salted. Oh, shout out, Barb. <laughs> crisp friends. She loves ready salted. That's her go-to all-time favourite crisp. I'm like, really, that's it? Just plain crisp? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Dip it in a bit of hummus. No, you can stick your hummus, but you know. Oh, no. Dip, dip them in a bit of hummus. Tyrrell's dipped in hummus. No, no, no. No, that's definitely Snack, a you thing. It's not a me thing. I disagree, but I'm glad you've given me your input. So thank you for taking part in the crisp countdown. That's all right, mate. Anytime. <laughs> nice one. Now, if anyone does want to get in touch with the show, whether it be to comment on if you know whether they're enjoying it or not enjoying yeah. it, I accept both good and bad criticism. Or you want to get Any involved? Suggestions. Suggestions, Any suggestions for, for TV shows to watch. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd love hit some recommendations. Up. We can yeah, always man. pass them on to Susie and other listeners. Absolutely, hit me up. Get in touch. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter at Davy810Mins. You can also get in touch with me via WhatsApp, Signal, Telegram, the numbers on the social media outlets. There's various other podcasting outlets you can get me through. Whatever you're listening to on a podcast now, you're going to get me on there. You can also review the podcast on Podchaser now. So there's various ways to get in touch and get involved with the show. So please use them. Send me a voice note, send me messages, and we'll get them played on a future episode. It's always nice to hear some feedback from you. And thank you for listening, as always. Susie. You're on Tumblr. Yeah, well, every outlet. Every outlet covered. <laughs> you know? Tumblr. No one uses that? it, but it's out there. Somebody might stumble across it, so it's there if they want to use it. You know? Yeah, why, why not? You know, it's, it's there. It's there to be used. Full of 13 uh, year old emos whinging about their life. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm, I, I just promote their podcast on it. That's all I'm there for. That's all I'm there for. Well, you might be having a miserable there's day, no... but why don't you cheer your life and love and listen to my podcast? Yeah, there's no shame. It's all social media. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, like I said, get, in, get involved, get in touch. It's always nice to hear from you. Yeah. Susie, Susie, as ever, it's been a right laugh. It's been a pleasure. Always, always a pleasure. Never a chore, never a chore. My darling. There's obviously way too much telly shows to talk about but there is. we'll crack on with binging binging as much as we can and thank god for yeah. binging as well just put out there thank god for binge watching i know you tell know. you what kids these days they don't understand having to wait till next week no, no, no. Wait, yeah couldn't couldn't do that no. there, was, there wasn't any binging when you were younger not unless no. you bought the dv not sorry not unless you bought the video and that cost you about 200 quid for six videotapes yeah yeah if, if not more if not more if not more wow they're not, they don't know they're born. They don't know they're born, these kids. They don't, they don't know they're born. They've no idea. They're going to, when, blo- when going I, to Blockbuster and Rewind and you can separate yeah. and suck it back. Yeah. When I have kids, I'm going to let them watch all the Harry Potter films and the Marvels and all of that, but they are going to wait the same amount of time that I had to wait. Damn straight, I'm going to let... The, they're going to watch uh, Infinity War and they're going to watch The Snap and I'll say, right, you've got to wait a year now. <laughs> and it, and, what and my child... My child's going to go mad. I'm like, put the DVDs on the shelf. And I'm like, tough, you will wait. Like the rest of us had to wait. <laughs> yes. Teach them a lesson, a life lesson. Yeah. It's not awesome. Shannon Rainbows, you know. Sometimes you've got to wait seven days to find out if Batman saves Robin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get on I with your life. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we're, we're living that with line of duty now. Like, 
there's been some cracking cliffhangers and we're going, oh my God, we've got to wait a week. What is this nonsense? Wow. I don't think I'll go back <sighs> anyway. to it. But yeah, as always, <laughs> as always, a pleasure to chat to you. As always, us. always a pleasure to natter. But uh, we're going to be getting you on soon. I'd say the season finale is coming soon and it's going to be, it's going to be hopefully a rather drunken affair. Because it's going to be a party, so we're all going to have a few little sneaky drinks. It's going to be great. See if we can have, see if we can have a CEX reunion. Hey, it's out there. It's out there. I just need Any... said CEXs to get involved yeah. with the show. Where so, are my sexy people at? If you want to be on, let's get on. Let's have a little group chat and let's. Uh, let's do it. Let's reminisce about times gone. It's going to be great. Let's yeah. So I'm going to leave you to it. I'm going to get cracking with more telly. Bob. And, uh, and we'll catch you again soon. Okay, Suze? Yeah, thanks, Dave. You take it easy, yeah? Bye. Bye, everybody. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.